what you're not gonna do is put me in a box. <laughs> when I say the definition of I said what I said, <laughs> that's what I meant. I mean, come on, be serious. Oh, honey. What's up? What's up? What's up, family? What's up? Welcome back to the Honey Be Serious podcast. I am your host, Mimi Booker. And I must say that it is an absolute honor to be here to speak with all of you. It has been such a journey to get to this very moment. Now, I know a lot of y'all are wondering why is there a first episode? I thought it was coming on September 22nd. Well, I've been receiving so much support and I have so much gratitude You guys have been showering me and the podcast with so much support that I decided to do one full audio episode. Um, So this episode is not going to have our guest. Our guest is still scheduled for the 22nd of September. However, I thought I'd take the time to get to know you guys and so you guys get to know me personally the type of person I am maybe you'll pick up on this personality of mine (laughs) but I figured that this would be a good way to do that um September is a new month uh let's start it off right we got an early release we're gonna welcome September may we we reap the harvest of our seeds I really hope you guys have planted some good seeds for this season because this is our winning season so let's get right into it if you have heard the trailer then you had a chance to hear that i am a wife i'm a full-time stay-at-home mom of a now six-month-old baby boy and let me tell you that right there can be very challenging to those of us who are new to it but it is so beautiful My son is amazing. It's so crazy how kids will change you in an instant. Like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. Um, But yes, I am a mom to a now six-month-old baby boy. Um, And if you would have asked me 13 years ago, if the dad of that six month old baby boy and my husband would be this spooky, quiet kid whose locker was next to mine, majority of high school, I'd probably laugh at you and say, yeah, right. But life has a funny way of coming full circle. So That spooky, quiet kid and I are in our second year of marriage and our first year of parenthood um, and are what most will consider millennial parents of this day and age. We're both born at the at the start of the 90s. Um, So I like to believe me personally, I like to believe I have enough old school to balance the new school so I got enough old school parenting um to balance what you guys are considering gentle parenting but I'm gonna get into that but I I thank God for that honey okay I thank God for that having my first child at 30 and having to question whether I would um raise my son the same way that I was raised and then in the same questioning whether if the way I was raised need a little bit of generational healing 
was such a crossroads for me. In fact, I'm still at that crossroads with how do I parent my kid? Do I use old school completely? Like, how do I parent? How do I do this? Do I really truly feel that some of my upbringing as a child needs some generational healing? Well, I will say that maybe it does a little bit. And um, I feel like some of us who need a little generational healing with our upbringing uh, may have some struggles with um, our mental health as well. Because I'm not going to lie, um, I personally feel like the our upbringing, it shows in our mental health, depending on how your upbringing was. And that's why I say some of us need some generational healing with that the way that we are parenting or the way that we choose to parent our children and I'm so glad that we as a people are acknowledging the importance of mental health um so if we can be real some of us some of those concerns are correlated to that some of my peers may argue with me or you know my friends may argue that our upbringing was a bit traumatic. And I mean, I mean that in the way of if you ever had to go outside and pick your own switch at your grandma's house, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. But meanwhile, others may probably agree that it was necessary. But hun, let me tell you, times have changed. Nonetheless, I got to say that my parents did such an amazing job with me. Not boasting, not bragging, but my, I, I have some of the best parents in the world. My husband do too. And I appreciate my in-laws. Like they are still parents to this day. We are in our thirties. And what I mean about they are still parents to this day, they still treat us like we're children, adult children. Let me say that adult children. And I'm a firm believer in you raise your children to raise their family. Um, and I'm so grateful that we have that. We have that village for our kids. So I'm grateful for them. Shout out to them. I know that I wasn't the easiest kid to raise. Um, I wasn't for the week. That's all I'm going to say. My mouth and my attitude put me in a lot of positions to go pick that switch I was telling y'all about. Um, but I thank God for deliverance. Amen. <laughs> um, I'm a true daddy's girl. But I'm also my mom's bestie, <laughs> being the first and the oldest, um, and my dad's only, I feel like I grew with my parents. I grew up with my parents. They were new parents in the 90s, and that they, they had to navigate what I'm now navigating. And so my first child is going to grow with me. Like, we are all figuring this out together. So there is some grace in that and I love that now my mom and I can be besties and I say there's irony in that because if you've ever had your mom tell you I'm not one of your little friends <laughs> and I know most of us have heard that I am don't play with me little girl or don't play with me I'm not one of your little friends yeah it's hilarious because now my mom is my best friend but at the age of 31 I still don't want to smoke with her. Like, I'm not playing with my mama. My mom has always been the, I'm the mom, you're the child. And she's still like that. She's always been that that's it, that's all kind of parent. Don't question me. And she's still like that. And 
she gets that from her mom. My grandmother was the same way. When my grandmother said something, we didn't question it, we just did it. But my dad been a military parent and having that toughness automatically and also being masculine, it was there. But I have to say my mom was is just as tough. And I can truly say that because she's gotten me through my last year of high school and all throughout college after losing my dad at 17. That was such a hard time for both my mom and I. It was so hard, um, but I'm so grateful for my parents. And I'm, I'm so glad that I have, I have the mom that I have because I don't know what I would have done without her being that my dad was now gone. So I'm so grateful for the both of them. Now that I've gave, given them all their praise, let me jump into something that I would change or something that I would implement in my own parenting style. No shade, but it would be allowing my child the opportunity to voice their feelings. Notice I did not say opinions, but their feelings. I don't know if you could tie the two in together, but giving my children the chance to explain why they thought their wrongdoing was okay would be an opportunity to help them build character and integrity. When I got in trouble as a kid, there was no room for explanation. So from my dad's point of view, who he he was, you know, the conversational one, it will always be, you know, you're wrong, right? That's wrong. You did something wrong. So because you did something wrong, I'm going to take your phone. That was the way my dad would probably handle a situation more than likely. You know, he's going to talk me through it. But he's never going to ask me, why did you do that? Why did you think that was right? It was more so that was wrong. And because you did that, this is what's going to happen. Now, my mama, my mama ain't playing radio. My mama going to go grab her belt, a shoe, a hanger, whatever it was. And she going to show you that you was wrong. So my dad going to my dad always told me if I did something wrong. And my mom always showed me if I did something wrong. But it was never the opportunity to, to say well, I did this because I thought X, Y, Z, or I did this because I felt X, Y, Z. And so I feel like if I had to change anything, that would be the only thing that I would implement in my parenting style. I mean, how many times have you done something and you know you shouldn't have done it, but you felt worse after you repeated what you did? That's exactly what I would expect from a child if given the opportunity to explain why they did something. You're basically making them recall the behavior. And in that in that sense, when you're saying something out loud, it sounds crazy. If it is, if it's crazy, you're gonna hear how crazy it sounds. And then you'll you'll pick up on dang, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have done that. We do that now as adults. We do that as adults. You'll do something you're like, dang, I shouldn't have done that. After you repeat it, after you relive it, mentally or you speak it verbally you know you shouldn't have done it it's the perfect opportunity to educate a child um that doesn't go to say that some of my spankings weren't deserved yeah they were I know they were I know I wasn't for the week honey I know I wasn't but I truly feel there's more than one effective way to raise the children so I would use my dad conversation and if necessary my mom's you know physicality let me say that I ain't gonna say it because I I don't believe in child abuse 
I can't stand someone who would abuse a child. I cannot stand it. But if I, I would implement both my, my mom didn't abuse me. Let me say that too. You know, you got to be very, very, this is a very sensitive generation. You have to be very, very, very transparent and very, very, very technical. So my mom did not abuse me, guys. I am not abusing my children, guys. But what I will say is I appreciate both parents and styles from each parent. I would use my dad and my mom's parenting style together and then adding my own uh, parenting style of giving my child a voice in raising them. That's that's I hope I'm saying that correctly. That's that's what I would want. That's what I'm planning to do as a new mom. Just giving my child, the children, my child, my children, the opportunity to tell me why they did something so that it could become a teachable moment and not just a disciplinarian moment okay yeah so yeah moving on i feel like uh yeah that would be very effective uh sometimes the gentle way is hard but y'all better pray before y'all lay some hands seriously Parenting seems to be getting harder, actually, by the generation. I don't know if I'm the only person that feel like this generation is harder to parent. They're very, very hard, harder to parent. Like, y'all, I'm 31 years old. You, you ever been at a gas station? You heard, hear a little boy talk to you? I mean, what? What happened to respect your elders? Why are you talking to me like that, little boy? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I just... Or the girls, the little girls and their attitude. Oh, your mama could get it. Your auntie could get it. It's crazy. Some of the stuff these this generation or these kids are doing, y'all, would have got me backhand so hard. But I don't know. I don't know why. Why does it seem like it's getting harder to parent kids? Why does it seem like it's getting harder to raise generations? I don't know if it's because society... You know, society will tell you how to raise your children, but then they crucify you in the same breath for how they turn out. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all help me understand that. All I know is my grandma's favorite quote, which was, and my mom, they love to say this, spare the rod, spoil the child, which directly paraphrases Proverbs 13, 24. Now I'm gonna stop right there and let y'all know. Don't throw this out here on this first episode. I am a Jesus loving, God worshiping, my Bible say, my Bible say, my Bible say, holy hood mama. Okay. So if you got something against any of that, I love you. I thank you for tuning in. If you got to tune out, I understand God loves you too. All right, bet. So like I was saying, Proverbs 13 and 24 says, whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. And that's the NIV. So what I'm getting from that is if you truly love your children or your child, you will do what's necessary for their character, for their future. Um, whether that is chastising them in a way that requires a little physicality, if it is a way of Sitting, spending more time. You may have to spend more time with one child than you have to with the other because that one child is struggling 
be in their behavior than the other you know what i'm saying do what's necessary for your child or your children to create a brighter future for them we are losing children so young now to gun violence to all this stuff i don't know what it's going to take for us to tap in or for things to get better i don't know if we have to kind of like push what society says how we should raise our children out i don't know y'all i don't know but all i know is we as a whole have to get a hold on these generations we have so much work to do there is no manual for being uh, a great parent there's no life manual for that it's different for all of us we can all agree that being a parent is a tough job we can all agree that there is work to do so seek god man ask god to guide you to be the best parent that you can possibly be because the Bible said, <laughs> the Bible said that children are a gift from God. So if he's giving you this child with all of their behavior problems or whatever is going on with them, he he's also the one to give you the guidance on how to make that child successful in every way possible. We have to get back to that. We have to get back to having faith. We have to get back into following God's lead. Society didn't give him to me, so they ain't gonna tell me how to raise him. And I'm gonna do my best to make sure that his character is okay, to make sure that integrity is there. Now, I, and I will say that there are some parents who do that and their children still grow older and do everything that their parents didn't teach them to do. Y'all done met some people, you be like, dang, you act like that. Your parents ain't nothing like this. Where did this come from? And when that happens, you just got to understand as a parent that that's their journey with God. But while they under your care, you do what you got to do. You parent them kids, y'all. And go to God <laughs> because that's what I'm going to do about mine. I would love to get your perspective on parenting in 2023. Um, Lord be with us because... This is a tough journey. It's going to be a tough journey for all of us. But I truly feel like if we create a community where we could kind of help each other, we all we in this together. We in this together. You you got you you have to raise these kids to to grow old and be able to help you if you need them. You a baby twice in his life when you first come into this world and on your way out. What you do in the meantime, in the between time, that is what's going to count. That's, that is what's going to show up at your end of life. A lot of us ain't even living as long as our, our grandparents. So if we don't get a hold of this generation, a lot of our kids, well, you know, a lot of children aren't even living to see 30. They're not living to see 30. What? What? Crazy. So, like I said, I would love to get your perspective on parenting in 2023. Why do you think parenting is getting harder by the generation? Is it because the parents are limited in the way that they can discipline their children? Is it because millennials just aren't ready to be parents? Is it the lack of patience? Is it the lack of time being being away from their kids because they have to provide? What do you think it is? I would love to hear your perspective. I'm taking all the DMs in the Honey Bee Serious podcast Instagram inbox. So go ahead, go ahead and follow us at Honey Bee Serious podcast underscore. That's Honey Bee Serious. B has two E's. Honey Bee Serious 
podcast underscore. DM me your thoughts on this. Um, you can post it under. You can put your thoughts under a picture on the on the Instagram. I don't care how you do it, but I just want to know what your perspective is on parenting in 2023. You'll get your first full video and audio podcast on September 22nd. Um, this has been great chatting with y'all. Until next week, be serious.